pessoal, multidão de gente. Listeners with memories stretching as far back as two years will have found this week's events in Brasilia familiar. Angry fans of sore loser of presidential election throw petulant tantrum, storm the bastions of national government, smash up and or steal a bunch of stuff, take photos of themselves striking vainglorious poses against backdrops of picturesque ruin and atmospheric smoke as they rage theatrically at a variety of largely imaginary grievances. It is not altogether wrong to see January 8th, 2023 in Brasilia as a sort of reenactment of January 6th, 2021 in Washington, D.C. Former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro, on whose behalf this riot was conducted, took many cues from former U.S. President Donald Trump, in whose honour the Capitol building was ransacked, so it is unsurprising that Bolsonaro's supporters should have adopted the tactics of Trump's. It's fraud. If Lula wins, it's fraud. We will not accept it. There is no army that can stop us. But it's not altogether right, either. Brazil, for better and for worse, is not the United States. We'll start with the similarities. Brazil's most recent presidential election, much like the United States' most recent presidential election, came down to a contest between an oafish, bellicose conservative populist incumbent and a somewhat left-leaning challenger who was arguably a few decades past his best, but a familiar and reassuring figure. In the United States, this was former Vice President Joe Biden, in Brazil, former President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, known universally as Lula. In both cases, the challenger won narrowly, and in both cases, the incumbent had menacingly foreshadowed a reluctance to accept the result, should they lose. President Jair Bolsonaro spoke publicly today for the first time since his re-election defeat, but he did not concede the election and did not call off protests by his supporters. In both cases, the incumbent did lose, and in both cases flounced off to Florida, rather than stick around as good sports and indeed mature humans human beings do for the inauguration of their rival. Trump to his gaudy redoubt at Mar-a-Lago, Bolsonaro to the holiday home of retired UFC featherweight champion Jose Aldo Jr. In both cases, the vanquished strongman pointedly declined to make the standard, but nevertheless vitally important speech in which a democratically ousted leader humbly accepts the verdict of the people, graciously wishes their victorious opponent all the best, and does so at a volume louder than the gritting of their teeth. And in both cases, the unloaded president had a pretty good idea of what might happen next. Because, give or take the colours on the flags, there were unmissable similarities between the mob of January 6th, 2021 in Washington and that of January 8th, 2023 in Brasilia. Regrettably, however, neither is a distinctively American nor Brazilian phenomenon. 
Broadly similar cohorts of furious and tedious morons are at large in most of the democratic world. People who would rather believe online conspiracy theories than learn about how anything actually works, and who revel in a self-indulgent fantasy of themselves as heroic revolutionaries in a struggle for liberation. One should also never underestimate how much some people just enjoy destroying things, and appreciate the cover of numbers and pretense of righteousness. But there are also significant differences between the two events, as there are between the two countries. In general, and at the risk of tempting fate, the United States political and judicial institutions have held up pretty well to the stress test furnished by Trumpism. The United States political and judicial institutions, however, have nearly two and a half centuries worth of convention underpinning them. Brazil was a military dictatorship as recently as the mid-1980s. Also, the key redeeming failure of Trumpism has been that it is an insurrection waged from leader to foot soldiers by cranks, grifters, lunatics and idiots. It is worrisomely possible that reasonably serious and competent people lurk somewhere in Brazil's shadows. Jair Bolsonaro is a military man by background, and has spoken with open nostalgia of the days when Brazil was run by stern gentlemen clad in khaki and adorned with gold braid. We can't let officers go on dying by the hands of criminals. He goes there, solves the problem. If he kills 10, 15 or 20, he has to be distinguished, not prosecuted. Bolsonaro's cabinet appointments were heavy on former soldiers. Since Bolsonaro's defeat in October, it has been hard to avoid noticing how many of the camps improvised by his protesting supporters have been adjacent to military bases, and how equivocal the military has seemed about their presence. The protesters who stormed Brasilia this week carried banners calling for the military to seize power. At which point we get to what we may tentatively, hopefully, call the good news. Brazil's military, as of this recording, has not seized power, nor shown the least inclination to do so. Indeed, security services dispersed the Bolsonarist mob with commendable alacrity, and arrested hundreds of them. President Lula has struck the right tone in the aftermath, forceful in his outrage, yet conciliatory in his approach. I wanted to tell you that all those people who did this will be found and punished. They will realize that democracy guarantees the right to freedom and free speech. But it also demands that people respect the institutions created to strengthen democracy. Though he could perhaps dial down the imprecations about some grand furtive conspiracy until or unless he has solid evidence of same. Large demonstrations, hearteningly larger than Sunday's demonstration in the capital, have occurred across Brazil, supporting democracy and damning the rioters. Bolsonaro did issue grudging condemnation of the assault, leavened with whataboutery regarding the past behaviour of his opponents, then tweeted a photo of himself in a Florida hospital, purportedly undergoing further surgery related to an assassination attempt in 2018. There is clamour for him to be returned to Brazil to answer for the uproar. 
But the balance between spontaneity and premeditation where Sunday's mayhem is concerned remains to be discovered, ditto any levels of connivance by security services, and ditto the tenacity of the Bolsonarists, if not their absent totem, who like his fellow former president turned Florida man, rather appears to be phoning it in at this point. For Monocle24, I'm Andrew Muller. Thank you.